Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. right in there and having a good sniff around the Monday Scrum. Hello and welcome to the Monday Scrum, getting right to the pointy end of the season. Four teams left in this premiership race. Woodsy and Reedy, how much did you enjoy that weekend of footy? Well, the footy was a bit of an anti-climax because there were two mm. carve-ups, weren't they? Oh, let's just talk the game up a bit on this show, why <laughs> don't we? Talk the game up. Shades of Todd Greenberg. Uh, but no, I mean, obviously, uh, glad that, I'm glad that South is still in it. I reckon that's, um, I thought Cronulla were really poor on the weekend, but I'm glad South, uh, South won because we get to see the Latrell show for another week and uh, Parramatta were really good, really impressive. I'm with Reedy. You know, the footy was a bit of a disappointing. Yeah. It wasn't the results and, you know, the scoreline that we probably expected – uh, well, the results are probably what was as expected, but yeah, poor old Sharky say their worst two performances for the last two games of the year, and really good to see Latrell Mitchell. He was pumping up the crowd, but you know we need to see a better south side than what we saw the other night. Well, we'll take a, a deep dive into both of those games and preview the preliminary finals. But Reedy, we need to have a chat. <laughs> Firstly, thank you for giving the Monday Scrum a bit of publicity. Did well, he I didn't. Oh, yes, he well, did. Well, as a result of your comments, we're getting a little bit of traction. So, rewinding to the Rabbitohs Roosters game, you were defending Ashley Klein with the way he refereed that. With all, I of said the, the players needed to take some responsibility in for the way that okay. game. And we said the ref needed to take responsibility. Yep. So, so you disagreed. two, you two clashed. Yes, yes. we clashed. And uh, this is what Willie Mason had to say on the YKTR podcast. I hear journos. I think Brent Reed was arguing with Woodsy on Triple M. Mm. He goes, oh, the, the, the players shouldn't have been doing it. Shut up. Spoken like a true journo who's never strapped on a boot and never been out there. He would make a good ref, Brent Reed. <laughs> and now we're going to go to the video ref. <laughs> Brent Reed, what do you got to say? Well, I probably reply, would make mate? a good ref. I probably would because, uh, you know, I, I, I know the rules. I'm pretty mild-mannered and even tempered. I've got to say that right clearly Willie hasn't heard about my illustrious NSL career. Five games, one goal. So I did pull on a boot. So Willie's wrong there. And In, that's he, soccer. That's, that's soccer. soccer. He yeah. so just said pull on a boot. He didn't name the sport. And, I mean, Willie and I got history, right? Many, many years ago, over 10 years ago, Willie was playing rugby. When he'd left the NRL, and I think he was at the Cowboys, his last NRL club, it didn't go so well for Will. Struggled a bit in his last year. He went over to play uh, in England. He ended up switching to rugby union. And I wrote a story. I don't know how, what the story is about. I can't remember. But I wrote that Willie Mason's been tackling like a rugby union player for years now. And somehow Willie was somewhere in... Europe and he saw it and he went on a Twitter rampage, called me a germ, said my breast stank and no one wanted to play. With, no one <laughs> wanted to speak to, to me. It was absolutely carve up. Well, and breath, then he blocked me, so I couldn't respond. And haven't sp- that's the first words that Willie and I have exchanged. Well, we didn't really exchange them. Have you spoken since? I sent him a message and I because it had subtitles on the uh, on the rant and it spelt my name wrong. So I sent him a message saying, "Listen, Will, uh, all good, mate." But if you're going to bag me, can you at least spell my name right? And Willie wrote back and said, "Oh, I knew you wouldn't mind. You know, it's all good." I said, "I'm going to have a go on this. Uh, I'm going to reply on the on the podcast." Yeah. Willie said, "No worries. Just tell him we've spoken." So yeah, we spoke. Well, yeah. we did. We we messaged each other. Um, and Willie's entitled to his view. I mean, he loves he loves everyone's, putting it out. He loves putting his view read. out there. Will and um, you know, we don't always agree. We haven't agreed in a long time, but I've got no problem with him. I got no issue. I'm just happy that people are talking about the Monday Scrum. Well, I love the way they're using our show to 
to get publicity for themselves. That's great. Isn't that good to hear? Well, Reedy, you're a superstar. Yeah, you're, huh? you're, you're on every, but you're on all the shows, mate. Oh, you're everywhere. Up, so man. people got to use your head. And my name still spelt my name wrong. Well, how is it? R-E-E. And then he spelled it wrong when he replied to me. <laughs> so you, maybe that, he did that, that on purpose. I think he might have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's R E A D. It's not hard to get right. So how do you spell? It? How do you spell it? Just so he knows. Well, I'm happy with R E A D Y. So ready or or R E A D I E. I don't care when I spell it. I spell it with an I E because otherwise it's. But ready. when it comes up on the Instagram, when they. I don't know. What did you say? It was like the word. It was a, like a, uh, yeah, it was. That, that Subtitle. That, yeah, so that's just the. Is that I automated? It, yeah, is it? it's automated, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's probably. It's not, you're saying not, it's not, not Willie's fault. fault. That's not oh, Willie's so fault. So maybe you owe Willie an apology you, Willie. for that. I forgive you, buddy. Where's the apology We're back going? On, say, sorry, okay. big Willie. <laughs> We're back on, Willie. Sorry, mate. All right. Sorry. All good. I'm sorry. we should get Willie here one day. I you for spelling my name wrong. We'll get Willie on the show. He's a big dude. It'd be like having Wendell, but you wouldn't be able to get a word in. No, that's true. <laughs> well, maybe on over the final few weeks, you two can find things to clash over so that we can continue to get some traction. I don't yeah. think that'd be hard, Emma. No, okay. Don't no. think it'd be hard. No. All right. Well, Woody's well, always wrong, so that's not hard. Stop it. Let's get stuck into the footy then and see if we can get uh, some differing opinions. The Rabbitohs gave it to the Sharks. Uh, and really everyone, I guess, across the park, Latrell Mitchell was good, Cody Walker, Lachlan Ilias, like they just... The Sharks were never, didn't seem like they were ever in it. Yeah, I reckon, I don't think they give it to them. Like, I think, that, you know, the first set of the game, you see Braden Ewelly just beeline straight for Kemmer Murray. They got three or four in the tackle, drove him sidewards. And that sort of just, that started, you know, the the fold for Cronulla, I thought, a bit. You know, they, they got caught in their own 40-metre line. It was a poor kick on last play. And then on play two of South Sydney's first set, they give a penalty for a head-high shot, which, you know, you want to, that's when you want to, show the team that you're ready to play. You know, you're here for, you know, this is semifinal, this is do or die. Loser gets taken out. And the the first part in their game, they didn't, they just didn't show that they were in for a big one that night. And then the next set, when they kicked it down there after the penalty, Mark Nichols, no disrespect to Mark Nichols. It's not like Latrell Mitchell or, you know, Cody Walker did some, a million, uh, some brilliant work to score a try. They scored a pretty soft try straight through the middle. And that sort of set the tone for the night. And, um, I think by the end of the game, South Sydney only completed at sixty percent, sixty-one percent, and and Cronulla completed at sixty-nine. So it wasn't the best style of game to be watching, but South just did enough. And every time Cronulla sort of got a little bit closer, South just went to another gear and shifted away. I thought Cronulla were really, really poor. Was yeah. he really poor? No, the amount of times they spread the ball and they hit the deck, it just missed someone. Well, see, and that's, that's what happens with the combinations we spoke about in the night. Mulatano is normally a left side winger. They moved him because Talakai ended up yep. not playing. So they had to play Connor Tracy on the left center and then they end up bringing Lachlan Miller in. And then they were just out of sync. You know, mm. Remian doesn't usually have Mulatano outside of him. And yeah, I just thought the options from Nico Hines were pretty poor on the night. You know, they, instead of trying to go through the middle and, you know, generating some ruck speed and giving the boys to play, uh, giving Blake Braley to play off, a lot of the time the passes were going behind. And I noticed a couple of times Blake Braley was getting tackled after they were trying to shift from a sideline. But South Sydney's defence, you know, especially their edge defence, was really aggressive, and it was catching Blake Bradley with the ball in hand, and they'd have to get a, a middle to go at hooker, and it was getting the poor pass to Nico or Moises straight away. He's had a great season, Nico, but that was by far, I think, his worst game of the year. Yeah, in the biggest moment, he came up with his worst. Oh, game. I thought he was outstanding the week before. Yeah, no, I thought he was Cronulla's best player. I'm not talking about the week Cowboys. before. Yeah, but I'm just talking saying, about the weekend. No, he's had a, no, he's had a great week. He's had a great year. year. Yeah. I don't dispute that. He's had an but, amazing yeah, just, year. I don't know what. 
what went through them on but the he weekend. But he just had a, he was, had a tough night. That was, you know, yeah. A really tough night. Well, they all did. I mean, they were just real. I just thought, I was amazed at how bad they were. Because South didn't play that well. I mean, you said it. They completed, what, 60% or yeah, something? Yeah, ordinary, yeah. Made a lot of mistakes. If they did that against Penrith, that would be trouble. They'll get smashed if they play like that against Penrith. And, and then you look at the press conference with, with Fitzy after the game. Mate, he was not happy. You know, and he, I think he even said, you know, I'm, yeah, we come second. We had a good year, but I'm going to still be stewing over this. Well, we've got a little bit of a snippet of Fitzy's press conference. Just bitterly disappointed with our performance. Um, it's not good enough for this time of year. Got a lesson in fundamentals of footy and, and we just didn't didn't respond to anything in the right fashion tonight. We had a couple little squirts of energy there, but nothing of note. And um, yeah, I'm disappointed that we finish off the season in that fashion. For semi-finals, that, that, the defence is just not good enough. So I, I won't be finishing this year feeling happy. I just want to get on to next year and improve it. Reedy, after finishing second, yeah, I know they had Wasn't a it? lot of the commentary was the fact that they had an easier run into the finals and hadn't matter. really proven themselves against top eight sides. But after finishing second, it's, it's a really it's anti- a, it's an anti- a failure. It's a fizzer. It's yeah. a fizzer, isn't it? To go out in straight sets. Well, what killed them was that they should have beaten the Cowboys a week before. Yep. I mean, that really rocked them, right? Because they should be they should have been a preliminary final. They yeah. should have won that game. They lose that game, come into this week and just play terribly. Um, and Fitzy's right. I mean, it's all well and good finishing second. But if you go out in straight sets, what's it all for? What have you achieved, really? You, you know, you haven't well, no def- one remembers who makes the no. semis every year. No. And they're in, you know, I think once they finish second, I th- think their expectations are really high. So to then go out in straight sets... Um, as I said, it's just a fizzer. It's a real disappointment for them. And are they, have they? I can't think of who they've signed they've for next Oregon year. Kifusi. Oregon Kafusi. That's really about it. But in in the press conference, Fitzy said the defence was poor. Their defence has been outstanding all year. I think they've only leaked in I think seventeen or eighteen points a game. That's from where they were last. The previous year was outstanding. But the two tries in the first half sort of summed up the game for them. You know, the first one straight through the middle, and then the the one right before half time where I think Cameron Murray catches the ball in a standing st- uh, standing you know standing still. Teague Wilton goes out the back and leaves Dale, Dale yeah, stranded. And then you think Dale's got him and he just somehow wriggles his way out of it and scores. And instead of going to halftime 12-0, they're down 18-0. And the game's pretty much over from that, yeah. that point of you know, in time. Do you give the Bunnies a chance against Penrith? Yeah, I always do. Um, I love the, the footy that Souths play, but they need to be a lot more focused on their ball control, um, especially coming out on their own end. You know, If you turn the ball over like they did the other night against Cronulla, Penrith have just got too many, you know, too many strike weapons to, they'll just blow them off the park. And then even when Penrith have got the ball, they'll suffocate them. They'll mm-hmm. just kick the corners. They'll just stick to their game plan all night. They won't get opportunities like like South did with, with Cronulla turning the ball over. And, mate, they're just a, a really well-drilled side. And, you know, if, if Cleary has an off night, you've got Luai. If Luai has an off night, you've got Edwards. You've got Coruscant. They just, they just keep coming at you. And, and their forward pack is the best forward pack in the competition. I wouldn't bet against Luttrell. Your man Luttrell in the mood he's in at the moment, I just think he can just win the game single-handedly. He's playing that good and playing with that much confidence. I'm with you, Reedy, yeah. Um, but you remember, what about when he um, when he just took the ball on from that? I think he got held up, but he had no right to get close to the trial oh, line. He yeah. took about five defenders yeah. over the trial line. It's unbelievable. What about the matchup of him and Cleary this week? I mean, they are right now, I reckon, the two biggest stars in the game. Without a doubt. But, but two you know, biggest stars Like you game. said, Reedy, but when... The bigger the game, the better that he plays. You remember yeah. a couple of years ago, I think he'd come against the Roosters and he was taking play ones coming off his line. He was putting Jared Hargraves on his backside. So I'm looking forward. I can't wait to see how he handles it this week. I reckon he'll he'll make it personal. And, you know, obviously 
that round 25 clash against the Roosters where they give it to him, he's been unreal ever since. Yeah. So let's see. I can't and, wait. And Cam Murray's in amazing form. No, no one's talking about him. Cody's he, playing great. I thought Cam Murray was man of the match. Campbell Graham was outstanding oh, at the week. Yeah. And how good was he? So yeah, they've Milne. got a few injuries, so it's an issue for them. Yeah, but they reckon they'll be all right, except for Silla Havili. Silla Havili, yeah. So if they can get, if Johnson's okay and Jai's obviously okay. But aren't groin something, it's hard to just brush aside a groin injury. Why are you laughing, Reedy? (laughs) I was waiting to see how you handled that. I wanted to see how you handled the groin question. I thought he just got whacked in the nads. Athletes can have groin injuries. (laughs) I thought he just got whacked there. I didn't know if it was a real bad groin. Was it? Okay. Because well, he ran back he, on side. He seemed to run after the he game. He said, did you see the vision of him celebrating in the sheds after the game? Yeah. He's jumping around and he had was to he? stop oh, because okay. it was, oh, okay. I don't know, maybe it was. Restricted? Maybe it was the restricted. Groin? Yeah. He was seemed to, after the game, we spoke to him, he seemed pretty happy. Yeah. Seemed he pretty was doing spirits. interviews just in his little. Yeah. Um, his body science skins. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's huge because I can't afford to lose him because obviously no Tommy Burgess. The lucky junior to Tola. I thought he was very lucky junior uh, to Tyler to only get a grade one. You thought? I thought this it was pretty average. Again. No, is it, the first point of contact of the arm got stuck there. He still pushed it. Yeah, as he said in the coverage, he was trying to get a dominant tackle. Okay. There was no point where he was trying to rip the arm. It was no. just his body. We'll disagree. We'll agree yeah, disagree on that one. Yeah, Willie, if you're watching, we're at it again. <laughs> referee Reed says he probably should very lucky. You should have wore a referee shirt today, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. But, I, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not putting a line through his house. I just okay. think, and I'll tell you the guy, I'll tell you the other guy who's loving at the moment. Jason Demetrio, did you see him oh, after the game? He was How getting more selfies get? than the players. He was Dead unbelievable. Set. Never seen a coach on the field for that long after a game. <laughs> he, he was, was loving he, it. He, yeah. he was pumped up. You know, even he's, so ref- he's so refreshing to deal he's with. He's great to deal he's with. He's fantastic. Yeah. So, hopefully, well, I, I like where the coaches just give you nothing. No, I don't like that. That's the best. <laughs> I don't like that. Because you blokes blow up and you people, you know, you, you blow people, up about it all the time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whose side are you on? <laughs> you work in You're the media now, too. I'm with the players, remember? Oh, remember, Willie? I'm with the players. You're one of us. Still playing, mate. Jason Demetrio yeah. is great to deal he's with. He's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, he's great. He's done an amazing job following Wayne because not a lot of coach, coaches have followed Wayne and been successful. He's a rarity uh, in the modern game. But coaches he had well Wayne. and truly done his apprenticeship yeah. in the Q Cup. He yep. had great he, success there and overseas. He was at the Dragons as well. You know, the boys yeah. down at the Dragons speak so highly of him. They reckon he's one of the best coaches they've had. I think he coached the Steelers for a bit. Can I get back to Latrell v. Nathan? Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm just so It's a marketer's dream. You kind of... I don't want to say this to Para, but that's that would be a great grand final, not just because it's a rematch, but just marketing-wise, Latrell v. Nathan Cleary. But what about also Cody Walker versus Cleary? Remember the intercept in the grand final and then Cleary giving him a bit of a... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we might have to dig that one up tomorrow. Yeah, remember, remember Cleary, was, gi- yeah. Cleary yeah. was giving it to a bit of a gobful when Crichton got that intercept so. in the grand final. Yeah. Okay. Here well, we look, go, boys, that's girls, right. yeah. ladies. Anyway, it's a great... I'm it loving is. it. It's it. the best time I, of year. How good is this time of year? And I refuse. Oh, now you're liking it. At the beginning of the show, you oh, said the best. footy was no, well, was rubbish. So, oh, there's one thing I agree with, Reedy. <laughs> but the longer Latrell the goes, in this, win them. Come yeah. on. <laughs> the longer Latrell goes in this final series, the better it is for the game. Yeah. Because at the moment what, he is. What about when he kicks box office? When he kicks Latrell. goals, Reedy, he's just going like this to the crowd, it. and he's so good. He is. Whether you love him or hate him, rock star. Yeah. He's the biggest star we've got in the game. He might be the biggest star we've had in the game. Andrew Johns. Since Joey, yeah, probably. I think he's bigger than Sonny now, than Sonny was. I just love how he just he just comes out and says what he says. You know, yeah. I think we spoke about it on air on the pre-show. Yeah. Was when you know when he, the blokes on on the three sixty show were, were sort of giving it to him, and he 
he wrote on the post, I'm living rent-free in, in I think oh, it was Crawley's oh, head. head. <laughs> like, just for someone to say that, that's, that takes a lot, yeah. of, lot, of, yeah. lot of guts, you know, because you know Can they're going to Can you start doing that, please? Nah, Can you man. start I'll just, I'll just give it to you. I'll just give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get on social media and start just hammering blokes? Nah, mate, nah. It's not my go. Your last, I'll, get, I'll get hammered by everyone. Whenever your last year is, you seem to be going forever. <laughs> Can you go in your last year and just start... I was going to hammer you, Reedy. Just giving it to Blake on you, then, people, then I'll get support from people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fans love the read, man. <laughs> All right. Eels up against the Cowboys this week, but the Eels had a or booked their spot in the prelim with a dominant performance over the Raiders. Woodsy, what did you make of that from the Eels? And Mitch Moses, especially, after racing the clock with that um, head injury and and leading them to a preliminary final after so much pressure being on the Eels and Brad Arthur and they're into the final four. Yeah, personally, Em, I was actually a bit surprised. I thought, you know, I tipped Canberra by two. So <laughs> that shows you how much I know about the game. But um, honestly, I thought Canberra would be a lot better. But then you've got to realise they went down to Melbourne, you know, all that. They would have had so much build-up for that to, to knock Melbourne out down in Melbourne. That's a big task. So... For me, did did Canberra play their grand final the week before? Maybe. And, and they just looked a little bit flat going into that game. But, geez, Parramatta come out with the point to prove. You know, they're, they're, they'd copped it a fair bit in the media throughout the week. You know, like you said, Mitchell was touch and go all week with with the concussion. Um, you know, he got out there. I think that's one of the most controlled games. He wasn't mm. probably dictating terms as much as what he used to do. But his kicking game just controlled the game. And, mate, we spoke about it with, with Gerds in the pre-show that – the week before, when it got to the 60-minute mark, when Mitchell got taken off against Penrith, the big guns didn't shine. You know, Dylan, Dylan um, Brown didn't come out. Of, you know, he, he was really quiet. Gutherson, they just targeting Penrith. Reed Marnie was quiet. Um, but then on the weekend, mate, I think Dylan Brown had 29 runs for 350-odd mm. metres. It was one of the best games we've ever seen him play. Reed Marnie was – what he did, he just took a lot of pressure off Mitchell by – you know, he – was picking the right moments to go to Mitch and then picking the right moments to hit his big men or, or you know, find his back rowers to just get in behind the ruck. You know, I thought Isaiah Papalihi was absolutely outstanding. And then the, the two big boys in the middle, Paulo and, and Campbell Gillard, led, they led the way the whole year. And, you know, I agree with what Cameron Smith said. He's the form front row of the competition in Campbell Gillard. He just comes off the back fence. Um, he lays the platform for them every week. But, yeah, it was just a really good performance, a great team performance, but they need to back it up, you know. You can be on such a high for this week. Oh, sorry, for the week that just happened. And, you know, Canberra did that the week before down in Melbourne. But you need to continue it. And personally, you know, I've got one of my good mates in Toddy Payton, the coaches of Cowboys. But I just think Parra are the only ones that can beat Penrith at the moment. Really? Okay. I was surprised by the uh, the way that game played out as well because I tipped Canberra as well. In fact, it was my Brent Reid. See, Reed, we agree. See it was my happened. Brent Reid ironclad guarantee on the three, 360. I can't wait Do to see you have your own little segment on No, three. I just gave I can't wait to just see what gave an ironclad guarantee. I don't give them often. Gave, gave one the week before I got it right. Do you this get week, extra gone. cash on the side for plugging <laughs> them? No. Anyway, I was a bit disappointed in camera. I thought they were really poor. Um, they just got blown away. The first 15, 20 minutes, they just got absolutely blown off the park by power. They just looked a bit They, they just a bit came flat. out with something yeah. to prove, Parra, and, and they played like it. And, uh, well, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know what the good thing was, Reedy? What? Their coach had copped it all week. And yeah. to see the play. copped it all year, Brad, really. Yeah, but. Admittedly, this week was big. You know, mm. if they had lost, we, that's all we spoke about in the pre-show was if they lose tonight, imagine the heat that Brad Arthur's going to cop. Is he still going to coach this side next year? And to see the players responding the way they did, it shows you that the players are playing for the coach. And that's sometimes that's the hardest part of, of being a coach is to get the players to go out there and run through a brick wall for you. And whatever Brad Arthur's doing over there, 
you know, and it was good to see him come out after the game and, and show a bit of emotion that, you know, the people were trying to bring him down, but he's going to give them the, you know, the the stuff you and I'm going to go out there and, you know, keep continuing what I do as a coach and get the boys right behind me. I, I like him up in Townsville. I think uh, I think the Cowboys have suffered a bit that people have been writing him off all year, but I just think Parramatta, the way they played last week, um, I, I've just got a feeling they're going to go up in there and beat the Cowboys. So are we tipping, if you had to pick, are right you now. going Penrith Parra? Can I just flip a coin, M? Because this, I, I, I think Penrith will beat South, but this game, Cowboys coin and, flip. and Para, coin flip. I think the Cowboys are a bit, they suffer from a bit out of sight, out of mind, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, but you know what? We've, every, all year we've all, everyone said wooden spoon. Oh, I didn't uh, say that, Woodsy. Uh, well, you, you said, might you have said, you said, M probably did. Yeah, I, I, think yeah. I, did. <laughs> I think you said 15th, Reedy. But um, look, Still honestly, honestly, even after Origin period, I thought, you know, the, a lot of the young kids have played Origin now. It's so hard to back up afterwards. I thought maybe they're going to have a little bit of a period where they just have a dull period. They just kept surprising everyone. And even against the Sharks, with 10 minutes to go, you give them no chance. Yeah, that was they, a great and, win. And they won. And you know that was a huge win because they played for 93 minutes, extra time. And look how Sharks performed after that in the weekend. Do, people are talking about the heat up there and how, how it's going to be hot up in Townsville. Do, is it a factor, Woodsy? Do you think it's a yeah, factor? Yeah, it's big time. Yeah, it's, it is. Okay. The, when you suck it in as well, it's a bit different. So they're yep. going to be acclimatized. So they're there all year round, you know. Okay, maybe the Cowboys will win. I've changed my mind. We'll have to get um, we'll have to ring Chico on the weekend and see how he handles it. He's going up a week a day. Is he early. going up a day? Yeah, early? he's going up a day Mad early. So, yeah. He'll be hanging at the Mad Cow. See how Mad he pulls cow. up on Friday morning. <laughs> Are you heading up there, Reedy? I mean, Woodsy? No, nah, no, nah, I'm back in Sydney, mate. Back in Sydney. Are you going up there? No, unfortunately. Are you, no, Reedy? No, I'm not going. No, oh, we're I tried all, to we're get on the here. trip, not just the for the junket. footy, because I. <laughs> Charlie, had the, when, when, I love yeah, heading out in Townsville. When they won that the game at Shark Park, Charlie had this circled straight away. This is the one yeah, game he's yeah, going to. Yeah, he hasn't loose, been to Townsville yet. Very loose, Charlie. Very oh, loose. Charlie's never been to Townsville. Just hope he, make, just hope he makes his flight back I've for the uh, Saturday scrum. Is when you're up in Townsville and the game's a night game, you've got to head over to Magnetic Island for the morning. Spend the morning at Magnetic Island, have a swim. Charlie's got to work, but no, not before, not in the hours. Not. The prep, all the preppy doesn't. does. Oh, that's he true. puts in a lot of work. Does he? We don't all just rock up and go on air he like you. He hides it well. Really, really. <laughs> Charlie's been here since 10 o'clock. You rocked <laughs> in here at one fifty-nine. <laughs> well, you rocked in at 2.02, but let's hope you've done some research in the background for our favourite segment. Read about it. Read about it. Read his mail. There's a look of concern there. I, I hope you've actually got... There's nothing written on your notepad. <laughs> can, you, can you show the cameras your notepad, please? Let's, uh, let's, please. Start, let's start off. What's <laughs> happened to you up at 202? Your let's, preparation, Reedy. Let's start off with the Dragons, your club, Woodsy. What's happened? Young Cyril Sloan. You just, every, every week, I reckon, we're in Reedy's Mail of the Dragons. There's a bit... Well, there's hasn't a, got there's one a, right is yet. There's been is the mail coming from you? He hasn't got one right yet, There's been some mail around Cyril Sloan lately. What's happened? And I reckon this is the week... Potentially, he asked for release from the club. Now, I'm not sure really? what the club will do, whether they'll let him go. Um, but there's been some dissatisfaction there this year. He's obviously been unhappy the way um, things have panned out for him. Buzz, Buzz reported over the weekend that um, he was expected to ask for release, and uh, I think that's right. I think it'll come pretty soon. I'm not sure what the Dragons look, will do um, because, you know, obviously, I think uh, Ramsey, it looks like, will be their fullback moving forward. And, and the Dolphins have got a real interest in. Um, Tyrell Sloan, they'd love to sign him. The Dolphins, I think, to play fullback for them. So um, we'll have to see how it plays out. He's a good, talented kid, Woodsy. Yeah, You're great young kid. I'm, I'm really close to him at the club. Yeah. Uh, he's only 19 years old, yeah. you've got to remember. So he's got so much ahead of him. Um, he's got so much to learn about the game. But he's, one thing, he's just one of those young kids that just somehow finds the ball. Like he just pops up in situations where 
it's hard to coach this and, and he's just got a nab of, you know, picking up a loose ball and, you know, just diving on and scoring a try or just being in the right position at the right time. So, um, look, he's, he's, he's a good young talent. He's got a lot to learn, but I think he's going to be a, a real superstar of the future. And, you know, as a Dragons player and a fan, I, I hope we don't lose him. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be kid. interesting because, as I said, he's been uh, the rumours have been around for a while. He's been pretty unhappy this year with how yeah he was in and out of the squad. He got he, last, a good good run at the back end of the year, and he, he started to play some really it? good footy. Yeah, so you know we'll see how as I said we'll see how it plays out. But you know he's a good talented kid, and I'm, I know they don't want to they don't want to lose him. The club yep. doesn't want to lose him, but you know if a bloke's unhappy, we know what generally happens in that situation. Yeah, we'll Another mate of yours, actually. Who's this? This is a big one. Matt Lodge, Paul uh-huh. Gallen. Your mate, Matty Lodge, Paul Gallen. Paul Gallen's my mate um, too. Yeah. Matt Lodge, very keen for this fight to go ahead. And Is he going to fight Gal? He looks like he may. Well, he wants to fight Paul Gallen, yes. this You know, this could be a promoter's dream. It could be, yeah. Everyone in Australia wants to see Lodge's head get punched in. <laughs> why? Well, we know why. He's had a, a few indiscretions in the past. You know, he comes across and tries to be a big, tough bloke on the field. He hid behind Hargraves all year, you know. So. <laughs> oh, wow. What about so, Ricky would love to see him get whacked as exactly well. Right. Because but, Ricky called him out for milking penalties. Yeah, he milked penalties when mm. they when he was at the Warriors, halfway through yeah. the year and won in the game. So this is his opportunity to finally stand up and try to be a toughie. And, and he's come up against one of the toughest blokes to ever, you know, lace a boot or put a glove on. Well, I'm expecting him to put, call out Paul Gallen you know, you know, sooner you know, rather than later. You know what would be good about this too, Reedy? Mm. Gow's always the villain. Yeah, this could be, and this is, I think, it's supposed to be Gal's last fight. Yeah, so we could all be behind Gal for once to see Lodgy get his heads punched in. And Lodgy's not in it for the money. Like Lodgy's no. happy to give the money to charity. Everything he earns, all the purse, oh. um, all the cut of the pay per view. So he should be with the amount of money he's got last yeah. couple of years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's not about money for Lodgy, but you're right. He would be the villain in that relationship. And well, Paul man, how many people would want to see Lodgy get his head punched? You can't even make the prime minister squad at the moment. I know. I know. So I reckon this is a big. Well. It's up to the promoters, obviously, but there's been some initial uh, contact, I think. Between... Yeah, I, re- I read it in the paper yesterday. Yeah, it was, I think it was read in the paper. It was like, yeah, Gal said he would take on any footballer. He did. Oh, I haven't Lodgy heard Lodgy. Said, Has Lodgy uh, said anything yet? No, but I think something's coming. Oh, I think so something's got, oh coming. read his mouth. Do read we his mouth. give, what chance do we give Lodgy? I've never seen Lodgy throw a punch before. <laughs> I'd love to see how he goes because Gal's tough. Gal's one of the toughest blokes I've ever played Logie's with. Logie's tough, though. Yeah, but, you know, uh, Logie tries to come across as a big toughie. And that's, you know, he's a big unit. But then Gal's a big unit, too. And Gal's got the runs behind him. Logie doesn't. People would pay to see it, though, I reckon. Oh, that would be a fight with people that love. Hopefully it's in Sydney. People... I'd, I'd sit there and just lick my lip. But, you know, the problem is I, I know both of them. So I reckon I'd be in the middle. <laughs> there would be that <laughs> just... many people tuning in to see Logie get his head knocked off. What do you reckon the press conference would be like? That'd probably be the most packed. It'd be like a UFC press conference. He's a calm bloke, though, Logie, isn't he? I mean, he's got a bit of a, a, bit nah, of a misnomer he, about him that he's he, a bit He's different mad. to what you see in the, in the public eye. Yeah. Put it that way. You know, he's a father with two kids. But if he believes in something, he believes in something. Yeah. So I'd love to see it. And then Gal, no words need to be said for the big G train. And my understanding is the Roosters are supportive of this, that they're not gonna, they're not going to stop Matt. Um, taking Will this they, fight. Has he got, have they you know, given well, him keep, another year? He'll keep him training so he won't get in trouble at least. Well, the, <laughs> the issue at the moment that the Roosters and a lot of clubs have got is we don't have a salary cap for next year. And if you lodge a contract now for uh, for any player, any fresh contract, the so same with Angus Crichton, you've got to put in a ratchet clause that says if the cap goes up 10%, contract. your said, contract goes up 10%. Lodge's milked Brisbane, he's milked Warriors, <laughs> so now he can... He doesn't have to milk the Roosters. So, so that's the issue. I, you know, I think Angus is basically done at the Roosters. They've just got to 
they, don't, they won't finalise the contract until the salary cap's set because their view is a player's worth this amount no matter what the contract, the salary cap is. So, do you reckon, do you reckon Gordy would love to be ref? Oh, imagine that. <laughs> can we get Gordy to do the interviews? Yes. <laughs> well, Dobbo can come down. Maybe <laughs> if it gets sorted, we can have them on the Monday scrum. Oh, in we a few weeks time. You know how they, you know, in the ESPN, how they get them like the the table and they get like one of us interview and they're sitting either side. Yes. Yeah. We should do that in the scrum. That's a good idea. Get they do it. Gordy can or. Can you use your connections? Yeah. Oh, I'll, 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 ring, I'll ring Lodgy. I don't have Gordy's number. You might leave up to you ready to get Gordy. Gordy, I'll try him. No, I'm talking Lodgy. We're talking Lodgy and Gal, aren't we? Can we oh, get Lodgy them in the room? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, but can, be... can Gordy be the one in the middle? Oh, Gordy in the middle. Yeah. Oh, no, just have them all on the panel. We might have to get Gordy interview in the other studio and, yeah, and yeah. Lodgy to be in this studio. Yeah. They have to get the security guards like Hodjo and Gal did. Anyway, given Lodgy. Looks like he won't be going on the kangaroo, kangaroo tour. <laughs> I don't think so. He's got a bit of time in his hands. Beautiful. So he might spend it training. To so would that fight be this year? It will be this year. Oh, yeah, later oh, so, this year. So the that, one and, they and have be just last. before Christmas. Yes, I yeah. when they have so. the big rugby league fight night that the Rose well, Boys yeah, always do. Because I think Gal's got one fight left in the on in, the contract. Yeah, on yeah. his contract, and I think that's he's done after that. Yeah, it'll be a good payday for Gal too. He likes his money though, Gal. I mean, if someone was to say, no, I think I think you reckon I look at his Instagram on the weekend, and he's even his young fella goes, no more, Dad. Really? Yeah. yeah okay. Young Cody is like, no more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so go. hopefully it happens because Ooh. I know Lodge would love it. It's a promoter's I reckon, dream. The, I reckon the punters would love it too. It's good for the off season too when you know, everyone's searching for stories. But you know what's even better? Easy one. No money goes to Lodge too. No. So the more money we raise for it, the more it's going to go to, ch- does he pick the charity or? I don't think, I don't think he's, that's been established yet. Oh, exactly where it'll go. they got to get the fight up and but, down. But um, the, the view is that it, uh, Lodge, so for Lodgy, this is not about money. It's this is not about, about money. For Lodgy, it'll go to charity. Um, it'll, and, and, you know, I think Lodgy would like to see it used to help kids so the kids don't make the same mistakes he's made, you know, over the course of his his life. So I think that's the well, plan for Lodgy's I'll donate 100 bucks. 100? Is that all? How much are you going to donate? I'll match you. Sweet. As long as you don't go too high. You earn 100 a bucks a minute with all of your gigs. What about you two? Who well, are you this morning how about, again? How about all three of us donate our match fee for this then? That's a good idea. Okay, yeah. yes. That's a deal. Well, if, it happens, if it happens, if it happens, we'll donate our match yeah, fee for this. Fifteen dollars. That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> You're the highest paid here, Reed man. Actually, I would like to know. Yeah. How much we'll... <laughs> That's Tell a good idea. Here. We'll do that. If the fight happens, we'll, love him. we'll give our we'll give our we'll give our cash up. Okay. Yep. Great idea. Perfect. Hopefully, it happens. Lock it in. Lovely. Is that is that the man? That's it. Yeah. That's a good one, actually. I like that. Do you like that? I okay. do. All right. Let's finish on the NRLW. Bit of drama in the NRLW on the weekend as well. So, a few talking points. The Roosters, undefeated. They're um, going to be playing the Eels in the semi-final next week. Knights playing the Dragons in the other semi. But for the first time, we will not see the Broncos feature. They won the first three premierships. Love it. Made the semis last year, and now they are out. Their captain, Ali Brigginshaw, was incredibly emotional in the press conference. Um, devastated, I guess. Um yeah, that's probably what's so disappointing. We train so hard and we come together as a group um, to put on a performance like that. We know we're better. Um, we were out enthused by a team that wanted to win more than us and that's why it hurts so much because we put so much into, you know, sacrifices to be here today and, yeah, we put on a performance like that. It's disappointing. We all just feel disappointed for our family and friends at home watching. So Ali Brigginshaw was in tears there. It's... The Broncos are just in unfamiliar territory and they lost a couple of superstars, Tamika Upton and Millie Boyle, 
uh, went to the Newcastle Knights. Perhaps they underestimated just how crucial they were. I still have plenty of rep players across across got, that team. You've got to remember, they, so what, they win the first three or four competitions? Three, they won the first three. So they're the hunted. Every time yeah. someone plays against them, they want to play. And then mm. you're still in their good players. You know, there's more teams than there was in the first competition. Yep. So Newcastle and Gold Coast are in there now. Yeah. And I think it's good for the competition. You want to see the same team win every year. Mm. And for them not to make the eight, obviously, uh, or not make the four, it's... For them, it's disappointing, but I think for the rugby league women's game, it's, it's outstanding mm. to see the other clubs jump, especially someone like Newcastle. Newcastle yeah. didn't win a game last year. To see them get the wooden spoon, and then they've come second, mm. and they had a great win against the Dragons mm. yesterday, who they're going to be playing again this week. So it shows you the competition's getting better and better, and, and you want the, be- the, the sides that haven't experienced a lot of success to be a lot better, and it's going to be real good for the competition. You could hear her much mentor, couldn't you? Yeah. It means so much to her. And she's been such a... Oh, did you watch her play yesterday? Little, little she, bit. She tried her heart out. Yeah. She she's was been... short dropout, short kickoff. She was pushing up. She's got a great try yeah. just before half time. She's, she's an incredible you player. You watch a lot of footy, don't you? I love it, mate. Love it. She's been at the top, the of, women's top of the actually, game for a long time. Oh, it's I, really I, I outstanding like to watch the women's now. game as but well. But the quality. Some, it's come so far. Yeah, I went down the beach with the family yesterday. Oh, Sorry, thanks for your support. Sorry thanks for your support on Channel 9. I was watching you on Channel 9. Well, don't worry. Spirit. Thank you. Um, we should get you on the commentary team. Oh, mate. She has been a, she's been a great <laughs> servant of the women's game, Mallet Brigantra, hasn't she? And yeah. As I she's said, done almost everything, everything in the yeah. game. And, I mean, now we have more players that are recognisable and building their profiles. But for a long time, when you thought of the women's game, you thought straight away of Ali Brigginshaw. Like she's done incredible you know another things. One, for another one that I like, like I'm a big fan of Millie Boyle, you know, Kezzy Apps and Tamika Apps has said, but Steph Hancock's playing at 40. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Incredible. She's retired, I think 10 years in a There's row. hope for you, would she? <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps coming back yeah. and she's such a lovely lady. I remember playing a prime minister's game and they played uh, before us and just, uh, she loves footy. She loves yeah. her Cowboys and it's just, it's so refreshing to speak to a lady that loves the game as much as we do. She's still scoring tries. Last week, she got her fourth, and she was at that point the um, – she had the most score, in the yeah. competition. Wow. She's incredible. And she's um, – this week, she stripped – uh, this year, lost a bit of weight as well because she said, I know I had to get a bit fitter to keep up with the uh, younger ones and the speed of the game has – um, improved, so... The only thing I was disappointed about yesterday was the Dragons got beat by Newcastle. But the Dragons did make it... Yeah, Kezzy, Kezzy didn't play. Kezzy didn't play. Knowing that they were, the result didn't really matter and they were still playing the Knights next week, they... I just thought uh, Millie Ball and Caitlin Johnson just destroyed us. Yeah. They're two good front rolls. Is that Sowie? Sowie. Sowie. We were next to him in the box. We were next to him in the box in Melbourne. He gets quite vocal, doesn't he? Oh, mate, I was surprised the glass didn't shatter. I mean, punching (laughs) it. I didn't see. I wasn't there yesterday, but yeah, yeah, he's uh, quite animated. I think. Yeah, but with the changes, I think Kezzy back that makes a big big difference. It does help. You know, she's a gun. Yeah, and they had a bit of shuffle with a couple other players out as well. I'm tipping Roosters Knights Grand Final in the NRLW. Okay, Roosters look good, don't they? Oh. The bits I've seen. Yeah. Oh. See the young. What, I forgot you... that young. The one. The young lady that uh, she played. Jada with Taylor. She Jada was, Taylor. Oh, the one. Outstanding. The, the um, Instagram star. She had hundred yeah. meter try in the eighteen. Like a million views. Yeah. On, oh, did she? I think across yes. all the Over social media views, platforms. Yeah. She played really well yesterday. Yeah. She was... made her debut because they rested Sammy Bremner. Yeah. Bremner, yeah. Just because they were already they, minor they were already premiers. Yeah. So yeah. You're all over it. Yeah, well, I work on the other oh, one, I'll tell you who's a gun. Tell me. We, we've Give mentioned me it gun. before, but Jessie Southwell from the Knights. Halfback. She's 17. She's young. She, yeah, yeah. like the I've way I've seen she, her play. But even the control of her passes, she can throw the 30-meter yeah. rockets, and mm. even the kicking game, she, oh, 
She's, she's only 18 or 17, yeah, is she? she's 17. And her sister's wow. out for the year too. That's a big yep. loss for Newcastle. So did Hannah she have to get permission to play? Yeah, same yeah. as But she was in the sevens. Sue Ali'i. Yep, she did com games with the sevens, then came across, but she wasn't getting a lot of game time at sevens. Okay. So came across and knew that well, she wanted to play with her sister. Now, chatting in commentary yesterday about whether you just chuck her in the World Cup squad and take oh, her over. Oh, I mean, she probably wouldn't be the starter yeah, at this yeah. stage, but you just get her in the squad. It's similar to the men's one. Yeah. I don't know if Nathan Cleary will start because Cherry Evans was the one incumbent. And look at his origin series. Outstanding. Wow. You wouldn't, you'd start. Well, Mao's loyal. Daily, would you? Mao sticks to the sides that he knows can get the job done. It's a bit like taking Swally here over, right? You take him over I'll because. Him. He'd be my starting winger. You know, you bloody him, get <laughs> yeah. him over there. He'd be my potentially starting winger. plays. Same thing. Same situation. All right. We've gone a bit longer today. We Good have, show. Yeah. We got excited. Lodgy. Yeah, we did. Excited I'm excited about, Lodgy, about Lodgy and Gal. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, if, uh, ding, ding, you're. Ma- ding. Lodgy's a big fan too of the pod. Loves Is he? Yeah. Is it, it's because of Woodsy, though, not because of you, mate. <laughs> Anyway, let's He's hope. He's a big fan of Reedy, don't worry. Him let's... and Willie are our biggest fans. They <laughs> <laughs> <I> will. <laughs> Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Lodgie. Hopefully this news is confirmed soon and we'll have plenty more to talk about next week on the Monday Scrum. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.